Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Make sure you check out Big J at the Funny Bone in Liberty, Ohio, August 5th and 6th, and then Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York, August 11th through the 13th. For tickets and other tour dates, go visit BigJComedy.com. Dan Soto's going to be in Oklahoma at Bricktown Comedy Club August 4th through the 6th, and then in Phoenix at Stand Up Live Comedy Club August 18th through the 20th. For tickets and all their tour dates, go to DanSoto.com. Everybody, make sure you check out our Pandora Playlist of the Week, which is Big J's Christine Turn That Shit Off Now playlist. You can find all of our playlists on Pandora if you search Bonfire SXM. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Take this job and shove it. Welcome back to The Bonfire, Sirius XM, Faction Talk 103. I'm Dan Soder. That's Big J Okerson. It's a, just a nice family conversation today. I would just ghost a job, and then like they would call and be like, hey, are you coming back? And I'm like, you still want me to come back? And one of the times I was even like, yeah, I'll come back. It was like a week later. I had like a week off. Yeah. And I was like, with that week off, I was it? like, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, you want me back after that week? And they just didn't ask any questions. And then like, you know, a couple months later, I was again like, yeah. I'm like, Did sucks. you ever quit a job? Did you ever quit on somebody? Uh, Quitting a job is very Yeah, I fun. said, I told the guy when I got that... Uh, that thing, the finals of that Salem contest, I was working at that CD store. Yeah, that I was just robbing blind. <laughs> I did miss that, but they were like, the guy was like, "Hey, I need you to like open tomorrow or something like that." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm getting like picked up in the morning for like this big competition in New York City." He's like, "Yeah, I don't care." Yeah. He's like, "He's like, I don't care." He's like, "I, we, I need you to come open the store. You have a job here." Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. And you're on the schedule for the thing, and I go. Oh, I go, well, I, I can't come do that tomorrow. And he's like, you can't do that tomorrow, then don't bother coming back in at all. And I was like, okay. all right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I, but just so you know, like, I will not be there tomorrow. Yeah. So I I'm worked gonna, is that young, quitting, I guess? so I would, like, irresponsibly, like, I didn't want to work New Year's Eve, so I was just like, I guess I don't work at Pop John's anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You didn't show? Dude, one of the- That's what I'm saying. That's how I would also treat jobs. Yeah. Just say? Same thing. I was, I was like, like, I was a child. It was like spending. Yeah, so I mean, it was like it was money like, for drugs. It's like, hey, this is going to like, uh, well, I wasn't fucking in this world, web of darkness, Christine. Said, but I'm just saying, I had a thing like- You were fucking sand trash. But I was just, it was just like that exactly. If it was like, oh, but everyone's going to the movies tonight. And I was like, oh, but I got to do this dumb job or something. Here's the problem. I say that as I'm saying it. I don't even know how true that is because my job, most of my life of working was watching my brother and sisters. Yeah. My parents worked a ton. I so like I just had to watch them all the time. I had very few telemarketings here and there, and that's what I mean. Like telemarketing, some of them I worked for a month and a half, two months. 
Some of them I worked for three days and was just the next week I was just like, eh, I that. I quit a job out of an embarrassment once just because I didn't want to do the job anymore. I was like broke in Tucson and I delivered sandwiches my sophomore year for Silvermine Subs. Did you wear a costume or something? I had to put it on top of my car. The on top of the Stratus, I had to put the delivery thing. Oh, the fucking the triangle. Yeah, the big thing that's at Silvermine Subs in green and white. Oh, and then, lordy. Um, and then I would I, I worked at the one on campus, so I delivered to just all the cool kids who were getting late night sandwiches. And I had like my little shirt oh, on. Oh my god! And I had like jeans, you know, like my fucking jean shorts and shirt, and then my head, and like. Dude, I know every time I say I'm when I say jean shorts, I'm saying I'm saying them in a like the way I looked was I looked like a camp counselor. Yeah. I'm getting look, anxious for you. Yeah. Because all I'm seeing oh, well, here's what I'm picturing. Tell me if I'm close. Yeah. Please. Because you had these actual experiences. High and tight Caesar cut. Here's here's what I would hate is the guy you're delivering to a, a bunch of guys and girls hanging out. Not a party, but hanging. The dorms. Sure. So I'm saying they're all hanging together. And they the guys are busting your balls a little bit, and then a super hot chick who's definitely fucking one of them goes, "Stop! Leave him alone. He's cute." Yeah, and then you're like, multiple times. <laughs> you're like, that's what gives me the anxiety. Like the girl going, "Like, stop! Stop picking on that stupid fucking loser out there." Yes, you're like, that leave happened. him alone. You're being mean to this dumbass. It got to <laughs> that's the point. how it feels, and you're like, oh, "Dude, I couldn't." It oh, got, there's no way. It got to the point where like one of the cool dorms. It's probably changed since then, but the cool dorms when I was at Arizona were called Coronado, and you would like get the delivery slip, and you'd be like, "Fuck." Because I was a sophomore and they were freshmen, so it was only a year difference. So I was, sometimes I was in their class, and then you'd be like, they'd be like, "Are you in history 102?" And I'd be like, oh. "Yeah." And they're uh. like, "Yeah, that's my quarter lane." <laughs> you're like just handing them the sandwich, you're like, "That's my Georgetown." And you're like, "Well, you remember? Do you know? Do you know it's named after a t- t- town in Colorado?" <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, did you get? I hated it. I would sit in my car and do the Scotty, the fucking idiot. So many times smoking a cigarette in the parking lot of that goddamn dorm, dude. Did you? Uh, I hated it. God, I hated it. Fuck, dude. I delivered to the girl I had a crush on, my my sophomore year. Well, I was gonna I had ask a crush you, that girl from Ohio at Dos Caminos. So you're doing comedy for a while now. Yeah. At Dos Caminos, did anybody recognize you? I had the that was greatest... sitting at your table, or that was you sat at you, and they're like, "Oh my god, we saw you performing." Yeah, I had it, the two that I remember the most. The one that's the most memorable. Two things that happened. Justin Silver called me. Okay. Dos Caminos started doing delivery. At, this is like before. Justin Seamus. called you for direct delivery. No, dude. Justin called. Send me, me over some nachos. Hey, these come don- make some table side guac. These t- these dongs want some queso. <laughs> <laughs> My dongs are barking for uh, some chorizo. Can you bring over a sign of free holies? <laughs> so he did. They have shrimp enchiladas at Dos Caminos. Yeah. Interesting. Open face. I'd get it cool. closed face if you knew the chef. Yeah. I don't remember them there. I remember the shrimp quesadilla oh. there. The it's shrimp quesadilla. Wait, what Christ- did I say? The shrimp what? No, you I say said shrimp, shrimp enchiladas. Shrimp oh, enchiladas no. are no Acapulco, and we never go there together. No, there was no shrimp enchiladas. There was a shrimp quesadilla that, again, yeah. just closed. Christina said a thing yesterday when she said, uh, we were watching Man vs. Food, and he was making egg rolls at one point. It was shrimp one. And I go, shrimp inside a, like a, because it was more like a burrito, it seemed mm-hmm. like, than an egg roll. And I'm like, Shrimp inside a burrito is... No, I'm sorry. He was at a place getting a shrimp burrito. And I'm like, that's weird to put inside a burrito. Shrimp? And she goes, shrimp enchiladas are like one of my favorite foods of all time. And I went, 
10 years we've been together. I've never seen you order it, think about it, mention it before. This is it. She goes, Acapulco, this place you never go to when we're in LA three times in 10 yeah. years we've gone there. Uh, I said now they're the crab and shrimp enchiladas, but I order them without the crab. I'm not arguing that they're delicious. I'm not arguing that. It does look good. But you're saying so it's good. one of your favorite them fruit. Right now. You said it's you said shrimp enchiladas are one of your favorite foods in the world. The shrimp enchiladas from Acapulco. Well, you, you started qualifying. You started qualifying. And then I said, no, and I told you no. there was a place specifically. She's like trying to walk them down with it. She's like, shrimp enchiladas from Acapulco. Shrimp enchiladas from Acapulco. We know. <laughs> shrimp enchiladas from Acapulco. We know. Um, but I, they started doing delivery, right? And I wanted to smoke. And they were like, the delivery guy didn't show up. And they're like, we need someone to go deliver. And it was like mid-afternoon when the lunch rush was over. And I was closing. So they're like, Soder, you can keep the tip if you go deliver. It was to the old K-Rock, okay. 40 West 57th. So I was already freaking out about that. Oh, yeah. When I saw the address, I'm like, this feels mean. Because I was fired from K from CBS Radio. So I was like, this fuck, I got to go deliver food now in my all blacks? Oh. And... Um, Justin called me on my phone and he's like, what are you doing? And I was about to tape live at Gotham. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm on a food delivery. He goes, what do you mean? You're doing live at Gotham on Friday. <laughs> and I go, I know, I, need a, I still need to work, Justin. And he goes, that's crazy. You're going to tape for Comedy Central and you're still delivering food? And I'm like, you said they're going to pay you $75,000 for that. They pay me shit. I, I know. Pay me like 300 bucks. And then did live at Gotham. It aired. And I was like, you know how that feels like when you did comedy, your first thing on TV, sure. you're like, this is going to change my life. I'm going to be a comedian now. I'm going to go on the road. I'm going to have stories. This is going to happen. And nope, you're supposed to be working next to Christine going, <laughs> are you on premium? <laughs> the best was it was, uh, it aired in December and we were, you know, that Midtown restaurants do a lot of Christmas parties and it was a huge Christmas party and it was a lunch, like a 12 top and I was clearing it with another waiter and I cleared this lady's salad. And she was like, fuck Whole Foods. And I was like, what's up? And she goes, fuck Whole Foods. And I was like, I don't. She goes, I saw you on Comedy Central on Friday. And I was like, oh, this hurts. <laughs> I was like, are you done with this cop salad? And she was like, because I had a joke about fuck Whole Foods. And I was like, oh, uh oh, oh, no. And then another time, this old rich man had this trophy wife. And she was like. I saw you hosting it East. She goes, you're a comedian. Like that when I came to the table and I was like, what? And she goes, I saw you at Eastville. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm your waiter. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. White lady. White lady. It's so uncomfortable. I tell you, the only thing I remember that hurt the most was uh, Emily Heller. That's uh, but she, who I believe writes Barry. Yeah. She's on the writing staff on Barry. I think she's like the writer. Really? Yeah, it's just written by Emily Heller on a lot of those episodes, and the show's fucking great, so mm -hmm. uh, good on her. But uh, she was uh, getting ready to open for me mm -hmm. on uh, at the San Fran Punchline, and like the week or two weeks before, she came up to me when I was still running karaoke for because I needed the money. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And she goes up, she goes, uh, she goes, if I give you $20, like, can you put on, uh, can you put me move me up the list? And I was like, uh, it's like no, I'm not taking your money or anything like that. And I was like, uh, I was like, I'll I'll move you up if you want to go up. And then uh, she came back over, and she was like, she goes, you sure I can't? She's like, you don't have like a tip jar or anything like that. And I was like, 
no. <laughs> I've been asked stuff like that before, trying to give tips before, and said no, which is so stupid. You can't do a job like karaoke DJ and have a fucking ego. Yeah. That being that was my mistake. How many pe- people are just like, hey man, here's a hundred bucks, great stuff tonight, like for doing a, not now in the comedy. I've turned down tips a zillion times because I think it's that's weird. that seems tacky. Mm-hmm. But when I was DJing, when guys would be like, hey man, hundred bucks, put my song next. I should have just been like, yeah. If I was karaokeing today, you would do that. And they and I don't need it to do it. If I was like, oh, this is fun, and someone goes, hundred dollars, put me up next. I go, yeah, dude, absolutely, <laughs> fucking dumbass. What are you yeah. stupid? Let's party. Yeah, you know how easy that is. Yup. Yeah. You probably just could have asked nice, and I would have done it. So she was insisting on tipping you. Uh, yeah, a it little was bit. So funny. No, a little you know, bit. She like danced up with a dollar. It was like. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even remember, 20. It wasn't 20. It wasn't. She like danced up to the carriage. She just had no idea that Jay was a comic or anything. And no, then she did. It was just did. uncomfortable. No, 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 here's the thing. And then she comes back over. She goes, oh my God. She goes, I'm so t- sorry. I didn't recognize you. Uh, and I was like, all right. And she goes, I'm actually opening for you in two weeks since San Francisco. She just tried to lay a and buck on me. And I remember there was a night where there was like an Inside Amy Schumer party. And I was like, why are they having Jay host karaoke for this Comedy Central party? Like, you think somebody would give him a heads up so he could like take oh. the night off. It was so weird. Remember how horrible that was? I was like, why while, are you here? While bumping into people. Well, that was after the, first, the Emily Heller thing was after John Oliver taping. And then they had the Amy Schumer. Holy <sighs> I uh, I was deep karaoke DJ. The worst getting found wasn't someone that had seen my comedy. When I was at Arizona, there was like a summer where Amir banged, because Amir was a really good looking kid. He banged the hot girl in the hot sorority. So way out of our social reach. Okay. But Amir's just jacked and he's, you know, a good looking guy. So he banged her and then she realized he was an idiot and didn't hang out with him. But she was so hot. And she was on the Weakest Link College Edition. She was the dumbest person. They, they asked her. She was what, in fact the Weakest Link. Yeah, they asked her what century World War Two was in, and she said the seventies. Okay. I remember that answer, and I was like, "Damn, cool. that's a dumb person." And she said, "One of the other questions She's was like the fourteen seventies. We saw the faces get weird. She had to find something fourteen hundred. But this girl Lauren was like, you know, like known at Arizona as being one of the hot." girls at Arizona and so it was like Damn. Arizona's just crawling with hot chicks so what, I mean that wanted zero to do with me <laughs> but they wanted to fuck Amir because he drove an Audi because he sold enough weed <laughs> that he bought an Audi and he like banged this girl and then they realize he's a mimbo and then they're like I don't want to be around this guy and he's like sure. yeah you don't want to hang out with me anymore <laughs> yeah I didn't eat your yeah. pussy yeah Melissa's pussy gets mad wet when I go over 100 <laughs> so he, he fucked this girl and I met her like three times four times but i knew like oh that girl lauren blank like yeah mirror she's it was just known uh dude i'm at dose it's the summer it's hot i'm working a lunch shift there's a six top of like young finance bros with girls it's like a five o'clock table you know what i mean so they're like happy hour partying and this girl just goes i know you and i look and it's her and i was like oh yeah Oh, you know me? And she goes, you went to Arizona. And I was like, I did. And she went, were you roommates with Amir? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And I was just standing there. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so random. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it sure is random. So... Her dose enchiladas is uh, one's a mole poblano, one's a uh, tomatillo. What the fuck are you doing here? Dude, she went, I swear to God, she went, 
how's it going? And I went, I'm waiting on you. Oh. And she went, oh, okay. And they're like, oh my God. And I walked away being like, oh. fuck, I want to go smoke a cigarette. Can I go smoke a cigarette? Oh, that I had a comics ass. one time. This guy that ghosted me like was on a date with another girl on Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> and I just had to completely like, run away from oh. the situation. Did he see you? No. Oh, you never I saw like hit. But just being face to face with that and being like, there's nothing I can do and I need your money. <laughs> like, I That's fucking need I know. it. Oh. So anyway, I need it. I tips need are appreciated. Oh. Yeah. You know what would be sick is if you tipped me to prove how big of a dip a mirror was. Oh, shit. I almost took myself out to Dos Caminos You almost took yourself out? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I in shotgun. I was in meatpacking district. I myself until I get recognized somewhere. I was in meatpacking district and I was starving and there's a dose down there. Yeah, and I 14th. was like kind of look, but I just felt sad to like go by myself. Why? I'm like, when we I get like it. solo guacamole. I went in and ate when, before I knew they shut Make the- me table side <laughs> walk alone. I got a bacon, egg and cheese and ate it at one of the tables. <laughs> no, dude. When they, when they told me they were closing the, cause I, both Christine worked and I on the third Avenue one on 50th and third and they bought the, changed the building. So they were shutting down the restaurant and I was like. I'm gonna go by myself. I'm gonna fucking tip a hundred percent. Yeah, and then I did. We went. I just yeah. went and sat in cocktail, and I got a guacamole or whatever. I knew one of the food runners knew me. Really? Yeah, that was fun. Roberto. He came from when dr- you were there. Yeah, he dropped it off, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "What's up, Roberto?" And he was like, "Qué pasa? What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like I do comedy now." And he's like. Bro, he's like, I'm American, dude. I had a future. Oh, I was just here. I'm Are you so- taking care of your family doing this? Oh my god, you're sending back money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's did so- you get coyote here for this? Oh my god, that's so fucking sad, dude. <laughs> Corolla saying that they're tiny and more shippable. They're more shippable. <laughs> so fucking funny. But dude, that uh. seeing them, it's like seeing them in the life, you know, where you're like, oh man, you're out. You're fucking out. And you're like, yeah, dude. That's so funny, yeah, man. I saw Miguel. I know. I saw Roberto, Miguel, and then this kid, uh, John, that I used to know. That was a busser that was now like a manager there. Yeah, going back and seeing my ex-girlfriend be like in her 30s and just like poorly working at a at a Wawa was pretty rad. At a Wawa? Yeah, yeah. Harold and Nicole was That you're like sister managed. Yeah, my sister was like her boss. What? Yeah. And did you know Nicole worked there? Oh, yeah. They knew well, that we were... she worked there, so we went over to go. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. 
Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy sports <laughs> app. Gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking. He's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, So you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Look at her. Wait, but how I did the you show Christine? Her... <laughs> you, hold on, I, remember there's a one lot time to... she was fat, and then like six months later she was thin. Yeah, dude. 
I mean, hold on, hold on. I mean, a 200-pound difference. It was, you're that's like, crazy. Oh, she's back it's, on drugs. It's definitely drugs. She looked good the second time we went in. I was like, oh, shit, there's Nicole. That's like Nicole I remember. Nah, dude. If I'm skinny, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 oh, no, no, no. I'm sure, it was a, I'm sure it was a problem. I'm sure it was a problem. But I'm saying, like, she looked like... That's how she looked when I met. Like, she looked like thin. She wasn't, she wasn't like a... She wasn't like morbidly obese when I was with her. How did you get tipped off that Nicole worked there? Did your sister My start sister. working there? And she was like, yo, you'll never guess who works here. Oh, I think probably immediately she told me. Well, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. My mother. Yeah, Nicole works at the fucking I think, I think he passed working. away, but her uncle and my mom like worked together also for a My very, uncle built Wawa's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Kyla says it like I love that. her yeah. uncle and your cousin build Wawa's. Yeah. My uncle built Wawa's. Well, yeah. My cousin's on not the exactly building them. She designs them. She's like an architect yeah, for yeah. Wawa. I'm saying. I think Kyla's uncle is doing grunt work. Yeah. Oh. I think he's yeah. doing that six by eight. Yeah. He's doing uh, that my, six by eight door for My cousin knows anything about that, but she <laughs> plots it out. Adam saying that he was the only he's like, I'm the only one that knows construction and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> really got me. He's like, it's me. He's not wrong, dude. He threw out some of that shit. I was like, I have no fucking clue. I'm telling you right now, when he used to do it on Loveline. I think I tried to use the word Joyce <laughs> to see if that meant anything to him. Joyce is the wood at the stand. He would do like this thing with guests where he would be like He'd be so specific that you knew what he knew. You understood that he knew what he was talking about the way he would question them. Where he'd be like, all right, I got something. I'm laying some slate. How do I break it up? And they'd just be like, I don't know. He's like, oh, come on, damn it. You use a fucking, like this kind of hammer. And you're like, I didn't, I don't even know what you mean. Yeah. Congratulations. Your father loved you, Adam Carolla. <laughs> Congratulations. You were around real men and not ladies telling secrets like me and Jay were. When you, so your sister's like, yeah. Nicole's working here. Yeah, she's working over there at the wall where I work. You got to see this. When you you got to see this. When you walked in, were you like, I'm going to order a sandwich? Was she making sandwiches or was she behind no, the counter? She was behind the counter. But she started like futzing around a little bit. She was stalking. Did yeah. she see you? And she was like, did you walk up to her first and go like, hey, Nicole? I think I gave her a hug, said hello, introduced Christine. And were you with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Christine's like, <laughs> no, not at all. I introduced Christine. No, no, no. When we left there, we were both like, damn, dude, she just doesn't look good. I mean, she was like, again, she was morbidly obese at the time. And like, just sadly working underneath my sister at a fucking Wawa. She's like 40. And then when you came back. Mm, she's probably like 40 now, yeah, at least. When you came back and she was all skinny. I was like, what the fuck? Did, I were you exactly like, what were you like, Yeah, were you like, let's stop by and see Nicole again? Or were you like, let's just go get Wawa? Let's go to Wawa. My sister's Wawa. And then you saw Nicole, and you're like, "Damn, yeah, she looked good." But it was it, it was in a matter. I was saying, Christine's wrong. She looked good, but it was in a matter of time that could only be unhealthy. Yeah, yeah it was a drop. She looked great. Yeah, Damn, she looked dude. good. Drugs really, <laughs> drugs really do help you for a small amount of time. Well, I'm telling you, the other time I saw her was years before that when she just gave birth and she looked like hell. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw her at the Wawa, and she looked like she was so like heavy that I was like, you- she, she really looked like unhealthy and bad. So when I saw her, that was the first time I saw her where I was like, oh, yeah, there's Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did you walk Christine in by holding her hand and then twirl her in front of Nicole? And you went, oh, man, this could have been yeah, Christine, felt, Christine felt like how, I, like how I felt when I go to the gathering of the Juggalos. Christine yeah. walked in. She goes, oh, well, I'm definitely way hotter than this one. Yeah. Uh, when no questions Christine, asked. Point Evans. Point. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's nothing. When we went back it. and she was thin. She was thin, but she probably had a drug problem. And also... 
you're gonna win on age there. Yeah, she's she old must have been now. boozing since like afternoon. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Have you ever seen yeah. have you any seen any of Christine's exes in person? Yeah. And they're yeah. always you know what's funny? And I always feel I don't know it's always a thing where I'm like, damn, you don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> to her? Yeah. So I feel like, then when I see them, I'm like I'm like, you don't give a fuck. Like I'm not in good company at all. No, that's not oh. true. The one you saw. Looks wise. Oh, yeah. Of course, you fawned over uh, a handsome guy who called you fat and played God, guitar. He used, to, yeah, he used to give you raspberries on your really... tummy before you jack them off. Yeah, but the guys who like like liked Christine and were in a thing with her, it's always like some. Remember, the, you ever see the movie Identity? The guy who the whole thing's happening in his head? Yeah. The one guy she was in love with looked like, uh, like that at one point when I saw him. A patient. Sweetheart of a guy. <laughs> a patient. Look like a patient. A patient. Yeah. And this was the one she was like, oh, this is my on again, off again, nonstop um, fucking thing. I've never saw the guy uh, you lost your virginity to. I've never seen the drug no, dealer. We can't be around each other. Uh, yeah, because he has herpes, doesn't he? No, no, no. That's the different guy. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's not who you lost your virginity to. They're... Uh... Yeah, it's weird to... They can't be around each other because the passion's too high. Passion's too high. Get into it. Get the fuck over here. Make love to me. Yeah, uh, Katie feels like she's in Mensa compared to all my exes. (laughs) Yeah. Katie's like, damn, you were really playing down mentally. (laughs) But you had some to your exes. Yeah. Everyone that is... But she feels like like, she's in company, though, of like looks-wise. Yeah. She feels like she's in good company. She goes, oh, Dan's date a pretty girl. She calls them show ponies. Yeah, she goes. You liked a lot of show ponies. Christine just you did like some show ponies. Yeah, and then Katie's like, Katie's like, I'm the first one that's ever mentally challenged. I remember yeah. the first time we met. You're like, she was just so hot. Yeah, Dan, these like, girls that are oh sturdy God, with Dan's good like teeth swept away. Yeah. Dan's like, I gotta go feed a carrot to my girlfriend. Yeah, hey everyone, you guys, look at this clean hair. Yeah, this is Tiffany. Do you guys want to watch her do a routine? <laughs> you wanted to go through a routine. Do it. Jump over. Um, Christine is like my girlfriend history. She's in like some good company. If you're just talking about people I fucked, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Talking about the ones you gave your heart to. Yeah, people you gave your heart to. Yeah, Christine gave her heart to just some. I didn't give my heart to anyone. motherfuckers. Huh? I didn't give my heart to anyone. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Dude, the the guy, serious boyfriends. I've never met any of Katie's serious dude, ex-boyfriends. No, these are guys ah, you had like, things with, though. The ones you had like long things with. The one, your your friends. Well, uh, I guess I fucked for years, like on and off. Yeah, That's your just friend, how it is. Your friend's cousin. I mean, the picture you said, like we, I think we brought up the one time. Oh he God, looks like so fucking funny. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> He's aged poorly. Dude, he looks like Tommy was. It's crazy. This is the guy she was sad. She almost didn't leave Los uh, uh, Los Angeles to come to New York because of him and was pining for him when she got here. That's Tommy so, was oh. That's so fucking funny. No, I did not want her to leave Los no. Angeles. I did not. I did oh, the, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Christine. <laughs> oh, no. hi, Mark. No, don't leave. I don't <laughs> want you to go. Oh, hi, Christine. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Christine. Have you, Black Lou, have you met any of your wife's ex-boyfriends? She has no ex-boyfriends. What? Did you kill them all? I'm the first one. You're the fr- you're, yeah. yeah. You're the first long-time boyfriend? Really? First, first everything, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. What a boy. That's how I like them. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Has she met any of your exes? Lots. Wait, really? She's met lots. a lots of yeah, them? Yeah, we were friends first for a long time. That's how it started. Damn. And she was you just You were her like, first everything? Damn, yeah. Lou broke her in like a mitt. 
I like that. <laughs> put some rubber bands around her. Hell got yeah. some oil. Yeah, he put a softball in her and put rubber bands around her. <laughs> yeah, he goes, don't worry, three years. That'll be right. <laughs> I think it'll be soft on a, for a Saturday morning catch. Uh, does she hate any of your exes? No, she doesn't hate them, uh, but she does prefer that they have no contact with me. Yeah. At all. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, DJ Love, you gotten a peek at Michelle's exes at all? Fuck no, I never want to see her exes. The king of Baracha? You want to see him? You're not curious? No way. Why would I be curious? Why do I want to be jealous? She was showing me prom pictures and I, I wasn't into it. I'm like, I don't want to see You're getting jealous of some fucking freckle-faced kid? Yeah. Oh, gee. Look at his asshole. Goes, hey, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Mr. Whiskey. Hey. Then it turns into, oh, is that what you like? You know, I don't like anything like these guys. What is that? That's more when we were hooking up, the one that you saw. Okay. On the... On the right? Yeah, the right. Yeah, that one. I fucked a Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's, aunt, Doug's Tommy Wiseau, by the way. Dude, that's great. I did not. No. Yeah. Oh, that's more when it was. No. Yeah. Well, Christine, by all accounts, you should be married to some like if someone microwaved Paul Verzi. <laughs> that's what you should be with. Has she met any of yours? Oh, shit. Yeah, she stalked my Facebook and all my social media and checked out who I was with for the last 10 years. What did she say? Damn, dude, she did a full. She wasn't into it. She didn't like it. Does she? Is she like, what the hell were you doing? It seems girls? like you still like them. Ooh, what does that mean? Why? Because I keep their pictures up. What? What? Like my Facebook. I, I your never... pictures of you and them together up. Yeah. Well, who gives a shit? Yeah, right? Who cares about that? A moment in time. You really shouldn't give a shit about that. Who gives a fuck? Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Yes, Christine. Nothing. Oh, she goes. <laughs> 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 <"Really?" laughs> really. <laughs> Christine started pulling down when you got sober is that when you started pulling down your drunk pictures no it was Brian Baldinger he was calling me to set up an interview for comics and uh -huh. he said let me get your Facebook and it was the first time somebody professionally had asked for Facebook and mm -hmm. I took everything down like all my drunk stuff down before I added him smart Christine definitely had like, like a, a, I got friends in low places. Dude, yeah, that uh, you don't want that past. Now that the past is all online and someone could just see it, and you're like, oh, I don't know about, you know? Yeah, dude, Lewis reminded me today on Legion of Skanks, I forgot this so much. We were younger and just like, t just nonstop horn dog, like mid-20s. And we'd go on the road. Where we go on the road? You guys, we we post on. I forgot this until he said, but I fully remember now. We would post on Craigslist casual encounters. We're like two entertainers looking for some fun, no strings attached in town, dude. That is so. I forgot <laughs> we did it. Craigslist when he said it. I was like, I absolutely remember. By the way, what you're talking about when we had to go down to like the business center. To post it and then go back down. This isn't like cell phones. Yeah, with you like have to go emails. down to the internet cafe. You go, well, the the business center in the hotel, yeah. and then go back down and see. He goes any emails back or what's up? Did, did it ever work? Uh, no, no. I don't think there was ever even ever a response ever. Craigslist personals. I mean, they're gone now, but what a time. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize Casual it was so like uh, so funny. Yeah, W for M for W. Yeah. Me and Christine hooked up with a girl off it one time ever, and it was so weird. One of the most depressing moments of my life was when my mom was like, I tried dating on Craigslist, and I was like, can you never have said that to me? <laughs> she goes, can you I, go I, back I, and... She's, oh, I went on a, that was great. I went on a date. I got a, a new armoire. She goes, check that out. You see that, see that throw pillow? <laughs> Somebody was going to throw that away. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Do we have to wrap this thing up, Lou? We fucking... Yeah, you worked your ass off today, dog. Tore through. Dude. Was that sarcastic? Take this job and shove it. 
Was it, all right. Were you being sarcastic? No, I mean, I take like... off. Take a break. That's what I'm saying. Take um, a break. Well, I'm going to miss you, buddy. You're going to be up in Montreal. I am. I'm in, currently in Montreal in for, real time. Just for laughs, the nasty show. Jay's going to be hosting it all festival long. Just for laughs, Montreal. Go to bigjcomedy.com to get tickets and see also other the worst is dates. happening. And, and, He's uh, doing the worst. He's yeah, going to be doing some other stuff. Up. Yeah, come check out all the stuff I'm doing, please. Bigjcomedy.com for all that information where he's going to be at Just for Laughs, where he's going to be after Montreal. So go make sure you check out bigjcomedy.com. Dan Soder is going to be at Tacoma Comedy Club in Washington State, July 21st to the 23rd. After that, he's going to Oklahoma. They are waiting for you. The dog. One night, Dan. One night meet and greet We'll there. see. And Phoenix. For tickets and all their tour dates, go to dansoder.com. Also, Bonfire Podcast releasing new episodes Tuesday through Friday. So go download, rate, review, and subscribe if your friends don't. Also, make sure you check out the Pandora Playlist of the Week by searching Bonfire SXM. This week, it's Big J's. Christine, turn that shit off now playlist. A lot of Annie DeFranco, a lot of ladies loving their womanhood. Oh, happy period week. Uh, We love you guys very much. We're going to be off next week, but then we'll be back as a family. Oh, yeah, we're off next week. Make sure you uh, have a safe week. We love you. And uh, we'll be back right after that. Job bless. My dear cousins, and thank you. Baby, hey, buddies. Jeez. Bad capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Good morning, Julia. Just wanted to say hi. Hello, I'm here to talk to you about something that sucks bad. Do you or a loved one suffer from Peronis? You might be asking yourself, what's Peronis? It's when your donger looks like one of those inflatable things outside the car dealership like Barbera's the best up on the boulevard. Peronis disease is scar tissue inside the penis that causes curved, painful boners. If your boner hurts, you probably have Peronis. But don't worry, Peronis affects tons of dudes. Here are a few testimonials from guys who got mangled dongs. This is Shane from Roxborough. I mean, the day I got my Peronis, I was just driving home, regular day of work. I was, you know, stuck in traffic on 76, just daydreaming, thinking about Keith Primo scoring on a Pico power play for a case of Tasty Cakes, nothing, nothing unusual. I'm listening to Bonfire, I hear them, they're talking about 
this dude named Roman Palumbo. So I Google him, check him out, and uh, turns out he was pretty hot, and I didn't know I had those types of feelings. So I started getting a boner, and before this, I wasn't too religious, but my one uncle Steve told me that if I ever turned gay, he would come down from heaven and bend my dick. And next thing I know, I'm sitting in traffic with the hardest boner I've ever had, bent under the pressure of my car hearts right against my dungarees. It bent so hard that now I got Peronis. And now I can't even go down to a Wawa because all the guys know about it. They make fun of me. They get, every time I order a hoagie, they just give me a bent hoagie. I say, yo, will you toast my hoagie? They're like, nah, we'll give you a bent hoagie, you fucking weirdo. Get out of here with your gay peronies. So yeah, peronies isn't fun. It's not a joke. Beezer from South Philly. Yo, it's me, Beezer. So last year, I finally graduated from the Lincoln Tech University School with a degree in cars and shit. To celebrate, it's me and my boy, Ed Reynolds. We go down 2 Street to have some sweet-ass nail gun fight. We get down there, fucking Eddie gets all nutty and shit, starts firing off like six framing nails right in my dick and balls region. And he ain't using no Black & Decker pussy pump like those retards in Local 138 use. I'm talking brand new DeWalt 20 volt. Right at it. So I get out on urgent care, and the black chick working's like, yo, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad's your dick bent pain? And I'm like, 69, bitch, what's up? And she's like, you got Peroni's disease. And I was like, first off, I ain't got no gay homo disease, all right? I got Irish weekend coming up in two days, and I ain't missing it for this made-up shit. And she's like, no, it's a real disease. It's called Peroni's. And I was like, do I get Percocet for it? And she's like, no. And I'm like, fuck you. To help men like this, go to www.healthwellfoundation.org. And together... Together. Together. Together, we can help these men unbend their doms. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.